0: So Jason has had a busy couple of weeks. In addition to his chemotherapy infusions two times a week, his parents, sister, niece and nephew all came for a visit. Now we should mention that J-Mac's stage four pancreatic cancer diagnosis is not the only thing the family's dealing with right now. j nephew, Seth, had a brain tumor removed last year. He's going through chemotherapy as well. So with all that's taking place, you can imagine it was a different visit. It was sweeter, deeper. J-Mac recently had an opportunity on a friend's radio show to share some things towards his mom and dad that he's wanted to say for a while. We listened into the show that morning, and we wanted to share it with you.
1: It's been, it's been a good couple of days. Um, you know, my parents came into town yesterday.
2: Oh, yeah. Mom and Dad are
1: here. Huh? Yeah, yeah. We cool. picked him up at the airport. Um, it's been.
2: You didn't make him take an Uber. You didn't say <laughs> that. <laughs> no. <laughs> so no, I th- figured out
1: Mom and Dad a little. You know. <laughs> yeah, they, they. I think they they wouldn't like the Uber very much.
0: I've known Jason for a while, and the guy I used to know would have probably sent an Uber to get his mom and dad, no doubt. <laughs> Now, I've never had the chance to meet J-Mac's parents, but as he talks about his mom and dad, you can see where J-Mac gets so many of the qualities that make him, well, uniquely J-Mac.
2: So she's the vacation planner.
1: She, yeah, she is. <laughs> is she
2: the mover and shaker in your family?
1: She is. She's she's kind of the one with all the energy, like, you know, out there. She'll be out. Uh, well, let's just say this, you know, how Becky loves to garden. Yeah. yeah. Um, she'll be out there gardening. And, you know, of course my dad gets pulled into that. He's got the technology side where he's got to yeah. get the pump mm-hmm. going from the lake and making sure the grounds tilled under. And then. So um, your she,
2: mom's the operation or your dad's the groundskeeper. She tells him what to do.
1: She, yeah. She kind of gives him, gives him his list of tasks that he's got. And, you know, of course he, he manages the grass and everything and he's got all the equipment. So does
2: your dad have kind of like an engineering mind like you do?
1: yeah he definitely does he definitely does he's uh loves science loves math um you know he only went through um through high school but uh the more i've known gotten to know him over the years as i've been an adult i could see he would he would really love college some of the things that that they do you know the science and the technology you were saying that this morning you were saying he has really has an interest in science he does you guys were having some good discussions yeah he does he does we we uh like timothy yeah yeah yeah, well, Jonathan's
2: interesting.
1: Right? Jonathan too. Yeah, Jonathan is very science focused. Well,
2: now, what does your mom do?
1: My mom she um, still working. She still does. Yeah, she's in real estate, oh, and so she's um, in sales. Real yeah, estate. she she's been doing that. I think the first time I remember her ever mentioning real estate to me, I was probably in first grade. So that'd have been like 1981. Oh 82. wow! Yeah. So she's been doing that a long time. So is your
2: dad a sports guy?
1: He is. Yeah. He definitely is, he, is. Is he a Pistons
2: fan? Is he Detroit Tigers? Uh, What's he, well,
1: he, 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 loves Detroit Lions. The, he loves the uh, Red Wings hockey. Okay. So Red Wings hockey. hockey. Big hockey. He's more of a
2: hockey guy than he is a football guy.
1: I think for, for the Detroit team, yeah. I, our Detroit team's not really done well in football the years. And he, he's, he's basketball. Um, likes watching golf. Basketball, we were just talking about um, the era of the Detroit Pistons when, uh, oh, yeah. you know, Bill Wayne Beer and, Isaiah, know, Thomas. and uh, Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah yeah. Thomas. I think we're talking because we the watched bad The yeah. Bad Boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Are you yeah, like I'm a bad. hybrid of your mom and dad? <laughs> are you like a hybrid? You know, like are you, because you, you, there's a little bit of sales, passionate, exciting side to you. And then there's this engineering kind mm-hmm. of, like what is which is your mom,
1: she's gotta be outgoing, right? She is, yeah. She's she's very outgoing. Um she, she's know, passionate. She's passionate. Um, you know, she like for example. So you you have some of her in Yeah. You. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Like for example. Well, for example, she still goes out shopping every Friday night, just like she did when I was a kid. So if we go out to visit her and my dad, um She'll go shopping. Now, Laura likes to eat. After do this. dinner or before oh, yeah. dinner? Oh, yeah. After so dinner. So you'll eat and then she'll go shopping. Friday night and then she goes shopping. What does
2: she shop for?
1: Groceries. Grocery, grocery shopping. Grocery shopping or anything that she needs. She, she'll sell you anything I need or grocery shopping. She and picks it up on Friday. Sometimes she just likes to look.
2: Now, what did your dad do in life,
1: work? Uh, my dad was a plumber. Wow. And he worked for the same company for from the time he was 18 until he retired. So he moved oh all the way up gosh, through the company was a general incredible. manager. Yeah. And a lot of wow. stuff about, so he does a
2: lot about plumbing. He does. Yeah.
1: He does. When he, when he has come over to different houses I've lived at over the years, he'll check out the house and see like how things are put together. Wow. Ask questions. The codes are different in different States. So he'll yeah tell me about this. Like, you know, you can do this in Michigan. What's, what's this going on over here? You know, he already within being in the house, like maybe 10 minutes, he already knew that my faucet, my kitchen sink was leaking. Oh my God. He just picks up on that stuff.
0: So the opportunity for the family to get together was right on time, and not just because the faucet was leaking. You see, as Jason looks back, the times that stand out are the simple moments. It's always been that way, and it's fun to listen to J-Mac reflect back on the memories that mean the most.
1: What I like the most... About those days this is going to be funny because it wasn't the going to church but we used to come <laughs> back to eat or something. Well we'd come back from church and my mom, okay this kind of integrates in everything mm-hmm. right? My mom loves ferns, okay? So there's a there's an island on their lake where these ferns grow. Mm-hmm. So we would come back from church, get in this old wooden skiff or boat that my dad had and he would drive us out to this island mm-hmm. and we would dig these ferns up Wow. And bring them back and plant them. I remember doing this on a few Sundays. Hmm. At least that's the way it was yeah. in my, and so I remember that. And I thought that was really fun to come back. So to you, go enjoyed out. Fam- you enjoyed I
2: the family. You enjoyed the family stuff.
1: I did. I loved it. You
2: with your dad and fam- Yeah.
1: Hanging burns. out with the family, um, <clears throat> you know, hanging out on the boat. We, if we went out on the boat um, and we didn't always get to do that because, you know, both my parents worked. Mm-hmm. So there were times when we didn't get to, to do it. So that. when you
2: got time, it meant something.
1: Yeah definitely like a lot of spare time definitely yeah
2: so what does it feel like to have them here now
1: yeah it's um
2: of course your circumstances are changing in life you've, yeah. got, you've got some challenges ahead some challenges so i think they would enjoy the podcast mm-hmm. i think they
1: i think they will enjoy the podcast yeah. yeah it's been really special to have them um you know it's uh i i really enjoyed talking to my dad yesterday we we talked um yeah i told you uh Laura took my mom out to Dogwood to do the do the garden, and so my dad and I just hung back and we just talked. We talked about we talked a little bit about science. And we started talking about quantum physics, which my dad said, I don't know a lot about that, so I just told him a little bit that I know. Mm-hmm. And then we started talking about uh, proof of heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about the you know the neurosurgeon. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we're just talking about like, yeah, there's, you know, it's like, it's like your spirit. He read, read that book. He hasn't read the book. Oh yeah. yeah. He hasn't read the book, but, but we were talking about like how there is something else to it, you know, like there's, you know, like your spirit, um, you know, this guy, like even though uh, you read the book, mm-hmm. the guy's brain is basically off during this coma that he's in and yet he's still experiencing all these things, you know? So we we're talking about that. And, you know, my dad said, um, he said, um, one thing I, he said to me that I picked up on that I felt was I could feel his heart as he said, now he said, I want to make, I want to see you and Seth. Seth is my nephew. He said, I want to see you both at my funeral. And I said, well, well, dad, you know, if uh, we're at your funeral, I mean, you're not going to, you're going to have to see us from, he said, that's fine, but I want to see you both there. And I could just feel his heart Mm -hmm. for his, Mm -hmm. his grandson and his son to outlive him, Mm -hmm. you know? Just you know, his dad's heart. Mm-hmm. You know, really sweet. Um, and, and my dad's not one of those guys that shows a lot of emotion. So when something like that you know comes up, you feel it, and you just you feel like there's it's in there, it's in there, you yeah. know. And
2: well, I mean, we come from a time like you know, I'm in my 60s, and you're in your 70s or 80s. I mean, that we came from a time where men, where it was kind of like uh, Robert De Niro. That's kind of yeah. like mm-hmm. men came. We came out of a certain time and age where no one really modeled or it wasn't even I don't know if felt like people would be appropriate to share. Yeah. Yeah. From a from that standpoint or a depth of it's in us as men, it's in us. And I think the hard thing, I know for me is sometimes it's hard to express it. Like you mm-hmm. wanna you know, there are ways you express it by doing something for your kids. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, or taking care of So my dad would take care of things yeah. and just do things for me. And that was his way of yeah. saying it.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's um, that's how but both my parents, yeah, they, my dad would do a lot of things, um, towards you, towards me, yeah. like or your I remember,
2: sister, it would be the, in them to do something for their for yeah, sister.
1: Totally. They, they, um, and my dad told me one time, he said, you know, you know, your mother and I would do anything for you guys. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I felt that it's not that they didn't, they didn't spoil us by giving us everything we wanted. Like there were times when I'd ask for things and I, I wouldn't get it, you know, or I, you know, well, you worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there were times like I just could feel their hearts, you know, like I remember one time, um, I broke my, uh, I had a, uh, like a, you know, like a back then it was like a little jam box, you know, mm-hmm. and it had an antenna that you pull up and I remember I, I broke it one day on accident. It really bothered me that I'd broken my, mm-hmm. you know, my, my radio and, uh, Um, I think I might've been fooling around. I might've gotten in trouble and that's probably how it got broken. That's typically what happens. But, um, my dad, after I went to bed, took that radio out to the garage Mm -hmm. and he figured out how to, you know, when you, if you've ever broken one of those like extendable antennas, that's it. I mean, it's pretty much done. Yeah. He somehow filed and chiseled and then soldered this thing back together. It still worked, still was extendable, could still fold down. And he came in that night and put it on my dresser. And I remember hearing him come in and I waited till he left and then I got up and I, I checked it and he had fixed it. Wow. And, you know, it seems like a small thing, but, mm-hmm. but that's kind of like what you're talking about. Like, you know, there were a lot of things that they did and they went without things so that mm-hmm. my sister and I could have things. Like
2: Well, well I think, and, and, and as a parent, I think it's great to, because I've got grandkids and, you know, four kids, but sometimes your kids are able to express or do something or be something more mm-hmm. than you were able to. Mm-hmm. You, you it's, it's part of regeneration or whatever, but, you know, I'm sure your mom would take pride in like, you know, you're six you know you've been successful mm-hmm. laura and, and she's a doctor but she's i'm mean, at laura also likes the garden
1: mm-hmm. you
2: know your dad might be able to see you you can speak maybe in a different way than he could but you just want that for your kids right mm-hmm. you want them to be better you want them to mm-hmm.
1: you,
2: it, it's kind of like the kids are the best that can be the best of you mm-hmm. but they can be the they can be the <laughs> bad side of you too <laughs> right but they but they can be the best to you but then you see they are different yeah like i look at my kids i'm like yeah they're like me but there's like something else that they have that i didn't have Mm -hmm. so i think they would be you know really happy to see Mm -hmm. you know people are happy Mm -hmm. yeah
1: i feel that too about them and uh you know i even know that people that my mom knew and i if i'd go do drop something off for my mom or I talked to uh, someone on the phone that she knew that she worked with or was friends with. They would tell me, you know, your parents are really proud of you. Mm-hmm. So I know yeah. that my parents would talk like yeah. that. Yeah. So, and I felt that. And that's why I said, like I would never throw a party at their house, not yeah. because I wasn't capable of doing that. Like I, respect went to,
0: that you had. I just had a
1: respect yeah. and I just, I just couldn't see, <clears throat> you know, trashing their house. Yeah. Just the way I felt about it, even though I didn't do everything perfect. Plus, and Connie I would make you pick it up. Too. <laughs> oh gosh, you know, Connie get in there and <laughs> clean it
2: all up right now. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And I might be, I might be moving. Out. You know, my, you know, I'm to be disciplined and stuff like that. I mean, my mom wasn't opposed to. Throwing me, uh, she threw me out on the porch one day, told me, go live at your friend's house if you think it's better over there. I'm like, let me yeah. back in, let me back in. And she, she yeah. let me back in for a few minutes, but I got the point. <laughs> got the point. I never used that again. Hey, yeah. how come so-and-so gets to have this? She's yeah, like, well, you, you want go live know? at so-and-so's house. go. No. Yeah. So luckily like, that doesn't work.
2: Make so. our life easier. <laughs> yeah. Take off. One less mouth to <laughs> feed. Life. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. But now you look back on those and you're like, I appreciate that. I appreciate mm-hmm. being pushed to, mm-hmm. to do stuff around the house. Like I tell people, and you know, I probably told my kids like every day I'd wake up in the summer, I'd wake up late. Okay. And this is where I started. My mom would have this huge list of things written out and she has yeah. this really expressive, passionate cursive writing that <laughs> at first I couldn't read. Cause it was so, you see her writing, you know what I'm saying? And I'd be like, oh gosh, another list. And I'd call her on the phone at work. Mom, I had all this all this work to do. How are, how am I supposed to enjoy the day when I've got all this? <laughs> and she's like, Well, if you'd get up early and stop calling me on the yeah. phone, get started, you'd have half of it done. She's a no nonsense. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Move her, and she yeah,
1: her. yeah, it, yeah. it never ever I never got off of anything by calling. Sometimes she'd just tell me, listen, I'm hanging up now, so get yeah. to work.
0: Up to this point, it's been funny and touching to relive these moments, but then J-Mac is asked, knowing the challenges he's facing with cancer, what would he like to say to his mom and dad? Unspoken words that may be hard to express or even uncomfortable to say ordinarily, but extraordinary circumstances are finally giving him the opportunity to say them. What happens next is beautiful. And will speak to all of us who haven't always been able to say the things that are on our hearts to say to somebody we love.
2: If this was your last day on Earth, well, what would you want to gosh, say? Gosh, I would.
1: I would just. I would just tell her how much I've really appreciated her being my mom, and. You know, all the, all the years, you know, that she's stood up for me, fought for me, disciplined me, believed in me. Uh, just how special it is to have someone as a mom that you know is in your corner, mm-hmm. no matter what. She's a fighter. She's a fighter. and You're her boy. Yeah, you know, there's never a time that I've ever thought that uh, she wouldn't back me up on something just never never a question i just feel like she would it's just who she is who she's been and um yeah she's got a, a real compassionate heart you know she she has probably bought more stuff for our kids over the years clothes and things than we have and we can't keep up with her i mean she's just she's a giver she is a giver and gives her time, gives her... She just doesn't look at material things the way other people do. Hmm. She just doesn't really care that much about it, but she loves to loves to do it. She'd be um, a
2: good friend. Sounds like she'd be a good friend. Yeah,
1: she's a great friend, and she has... I've, I've seen her over the years, have so many friends. Um, but uh, yeah, I just, I, I, I love her. I love the the... Of the memories that we have, you know, the times we've gone on vacation together, or you know, the times that you know, even even going some some place like grocery shopping with my mom on a Friday night, even when I was a teenager, you would think back then, you know, you just want to get away from your parents. But I there's something I loved about talking with her. She likes to talk. And I like to talk. You, you guys know how I can talk sometimes. But sometimes I just like going because I just like to be around her. Yeah. I didn't really care about grocery shopping that much, but I loved being a part of um, her night. And, uh, and sounds like a special person like you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't. I didn't miss it. I mean, there were times when I, you know, probably wanted to do something else or go out with my friends, but. There there are many nights that I remember deciding to go because I just wanted to be around her.
2: Well, what I would say if I could talk to her, I'd say you had a you have a rare son. Because most kids it's boys especially wouldn't want that or want to do that. So yeah. that says a lot about her. It says um, a lot about you.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. What would you What would you want to say to Mac if it was your last day? Uh,
1: Well, just how much I've appreciated being able to see more of who he is over the years and um, just could really feel his heart for me. And um, gosh, all the times that, you know, there's some funny times that he, you know, he had with me. Teaching me things and and uh, disappointing me, but um, I just have always felt like my dad's steadfastness. Like there's something about him that's loyal, and um, and I like there are times when his heart uh, breaks through and you see who he is. Like I I, I had this picture I remember of him, and I can't remember this time myself, but I. Can understand my dad doing this. There's a picture of of my dad um, and me on this little plastic horsey, mm. and uh, I'm a real little kid at this time, and my dad is with me holding this little plastic horsey, and we're both on the on this bed, and he's trying to he's trying to give me like a little bouncy horsey ride, mm. and I just could see. In my dad, my dad's heart and how maybe it's hard to express some things like you were saying, like the different era and stuff like that. But over the years, I've felt my dad and, uh, I've appreciated the opportunities to, to do life with him, you know, to do that restaurant, which, um, to me, it's not even so much about the restaurant. It's just, I mean, I was there a lot of nights with my dad and there were a lot of, a lot of times that you know we talked and and you know there's some things we went through together in the restaurant and but um gosh, my dad like I told you, there's things like like with that radio just different things that my dad did towards me, and he and my mom always made sure that we had everything we needed and i would I would tell him, you know thanks for. Thanks for sacrificing. I know that there were years that I found out later that times were tight and I never knew that when I was a kid, I never picked up on that. I never realized that they were struggling financially or doing extra things to make ends meet when things were hard. I I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I I love my dad. Um, I love who he is. And I'm really, really thankful because the more I've talked with him and the more I've listened to some of the stories about who he is and his heart and and what he loves and enjoys, it's really made me appreciate him more. And I feel like, gosh, I would have liked to have known him when he was younger too, growing up, the kind of person he was.
2: Now, as... Yeah, I can imagine, as a parent, seeing your kid going through what you're going through now. Mm-hmm. You're not a kid, obviously. You've got some challenges ahead. Mm-hmm. And I know they would want, if it was one of my kids, I'd want to know they have everything they need to. Yeah. It sounds like they're a family that provided and took care of you. What would you want to say to them today? That Maybe this show would be a good mm. gift to them. You could the yeah. recording of it and let them let them have it yeah gosh you know they want to know you're okay you've got everything you need yeah. what would you know I've, I've known you for 20 years now mm-hmm. and you know, i've never seen you happier yeah in your life and i think that's what the pro, the podcast and what's so remarkable about the podcast is that most people in your situation it would hard be hard to have a good you know mental attitude and mindset and yeah. i think you told me one time what you're your dad was encouraging you, and I think that's right. And um, What would you want to say to yeah. him about your life right now?
1: Gosh, um, I, um, I don't know how to explain it to people, but my, my life, I'm so happy. I feel like um, there are some things, like I gave him this bracelet this morning, and I just said, you know, there's things you don't need to waste your time on. You know, like, there's things that aren't worth wasting a breath on. And I am really experiencing what it's like to live without wasting any moments, you know, like enjoying the moment, enjoying the person. And that's why I'm so happy they're here because I feel like we had a great day yesterday and, um, and gosh, like I know they would do anything. I, they would probably trade places, but I mean, what parent wouldn't, but, um, that's true but i know like when my dad said to me yesterday he just said i i want to see you and seth at my funeral i just understand what he's saying it's not really about the funeral he just he wants me to live life he wants me to live life and he's he's happy about what he sees and the support that i have i was telling him about the friends that we have here and the vision that we have for the kids and what we're doing with legacy and and he just this morning he said gosh this is incredible like what a great community you have like all these people and everything's close by and this is it this is like this is perfect this is what you'd want you know and i, I could feel him happy for me because what i have and my mom too and i would tell them i'm so happy i am so happy and so thrilled that I get to do life and experience life. Not, you know, you can't always pick the things that happen to you and yeah, you know, sometimes you get what someone would say, well, that's a, a bad hand that you got dealt. But I told my dad yesterday, like, I feel like it, it's good. I mean, I, I am going to think on the good things and I'm going to believe not in the negativity, but in the, in the positivity in, in what that looks like for me is believing that I can live a full life. However long God has me here. And I could be here. uh, Who knows? I could be here a year. I could be here 10 years. But one thing is I am really going to love every minute of it. I want the people around me Enjoy hope, you would too. hope
2: everyone would live that yeah. way. Yeah,
1: I want about, all people to live that way. I want my parents to experience that Yeah, while they're here, like spending time with me. I want them to be happy. I want them to get a boost and enjoy life and like, let's do things together. Let's enjoy eating together. Let's, yeah. let's sit down, let's talk, like, let's tell stories. Let's enjoy the, my sister and, and, and my, to my nephew and my niece, let's, yeah let's do it. You know, it's not about like being sad because first of all, I don't think this is it. You know, I don't think any of us, I mean, we're all here for a short time, a vapor. And, uh, I just want, I just want my parents to feel happy. I don't want them to feel down. I don't want them to feel sad. Mm. Well, one
2: thing I would say that you're living right now the proof of heaven. You know, there's proof of heaven in us when we feel peace and joy in the storm or in the trial. Um, You're the happiest you've ever been in your life. And most people would dread getting the diagnosis that you got Mm -hmm. and the odds against you. Um, But you've, you really have demonstrated to all of us how all things work for good. And you're showing us really how to live right now.
0: It's not been easy for JMac, but he is giving his best to take advantage of the opportunities in front of him. That is the example he's setting, and it's impacting everyone around him, including his family. As always, you can follow j journey on his website at jmaxdreamteam.com or on his social media feeds on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn.